0: With your connection to agriculture, I'm Joanna Guza. I got the opportunity to talk with Rick Storr. He's the egg sales rep for Midwest Egg and Commercial Contractors out of Menominee, Wisconsin. Rick, can you start off by just sharing a little bit more about the projects you're doing here in Wisconsin, or even more in general in the Midwest?
1: Uh, we recently installed a Sternholm sand separating system unit at Minglewood Incorporated up at Deer Park, Wisconsin. and. This product's been used in Europe, specifically in Denmark, for the past 25 years. So it's not a new product in Europe, but it is in the U.S. Uh, they've dealt with it for years over there uh, with wastewater and removing solids from the wastewater systems, but it is new to the U.S. In fact, uh, the one that we installed at Minglewood is the first one in the United States.
0: And when we talk about people that are, you know, these projects and they're adding these sand separator systems... What's the reasoning, and this is probably more for the non-egg community, but why does someone invest in a sand separator system?
1: Well, in this day and age, it's a lot of it for green, uh, making things green. There's actually energy credits available if people are working with digesting companies. So there's green uh, energy credits available. Uh, Biogas is basically a byproduct of manure. We've always had plenty of cow manure around, but now we're able to actually utilize it. And do something with it.
0: And Rick maybe let's even back up to like the simplest form. What is a sand separator system? What does it start with the process and how it ends?
1: Uh, It starts out with just basic cow manure in a slurry. It's everything that comes out of the barn. Um, It might be sand, manure, uh, wastewater, things that come out of the parlor. A lot of times it all just gets agitated and put into a big pit and the sand tends to separate and fall to the bottom. They have to separate that to try to clean the pits out to start with but also to try to get rid of man, of the manure. In the past a lot of the systems that are out there really don't do an efficient job and you get a really messy sand-laden manure that's hard to deal with. The, <laughs> the process that we're, we're working with here, uh, the manure collects in a big uh, raw manure tank and gets pumped into this uh, system, the Sternholm system, gets agitated with water and runs through a big separating system called a macerator. and it's like a big cheese grinder. It chops up everything that's in there, and the big pieces that can't get chopped up, you can manually clean out. so that doesn't end up in the system itself. From there, basically, it's a, a gravity thing with a cyclone, and it's like the old Venturi effect that we had in the science project at school, where the water spins around and the solids separate out. That's a very simplified version of it, but that's ultimately what happens. So the sand uh, goes one direction, we, get, we auger it out into another uh, room, and then the uh, water and the solids separate and go into different tanks.
0: And the end product is?
1: Clean sand. We're actually retaining 97% of the sand at uh, Minglewood, and it's coming out at 6.5% moisture. They're able to rebed with it within 21 days, and it's odor and bacteria-free.
0: And for the non-egg community, that's, I mean, recycling is what we're talking about, going from the cow manure to something that the farm can continue to, to utilize. Rick, could you tell me more about some of the remodeling projects that you're working on?
1: With uh, MAC Contractors, we get involved with quite a few different projects, being that we have the agricultural side, plus we have the commercial contracting side. So like with the Minglewood project, we not only put in the uh, sand-separating unit, but we built the building specifically for it. So we didn't have to deal with another outside contractor. It was on our schedule. It was our people. It all worked great. And we are able to offer a more economical package to the farmer. We've got a few other uh, sand-separating units that are in the works right now. Uh, There's a new one going in over at Berlin, Wisconsin. And then we've got three other ones that I've been told we'll probably get the details finalized yet this week. And
0: how long does a project from start to finish usually take?
1: The first one might have taken a little bit longer because we had to bring the crew over from Denmark, but that one took a little over three months just to, from start to finish to get things going.
0: And when you say Denmark, we're talking Denmark, the country, right? Yes, we are. Yes, we I'm are. From Denmark. <laughs> we We,
1: <laughs> Yeah, we had a, the crew from Sternholm actually came over and, and worked here for several months. Wow. So it was fun to get to know them, you know, get to know their culture, but ultimately, you know, we're after the same thing. Yeah.
0: I know with you know people whether you're building a home, building a barn, there's just been a lot of issues with the supply chain. Have you guys had any struggles with, you know, making sure you have all the parts and that everything's here in a timely fashion? <laughs> I wish you could see Rick's reaction right now.
1: Uh, yeah, that, that tends to go on. Um, in fact, with some of the lines that we, we handle with some of our uh, large equipment on the ag side, like tractors and flail mowers and things like that, there's orders that have been with, withstanding, outstanding out there for 18 months. I mean, it just trickles in. So we're able to utilize the network and, and buy from some other dealers and work with some other dealers to try to fill in. But parts, yeah, that's an ongoing thing. That's really kind of a, a tough one some days when you get on big projects and you might have the wrong size press or you might have the wrong size motor, and you got to try to source it. And luckily there's good people around that can help you, help you out and supply some of that stuff locally too.
0: What route can a farm take when they're looking at installing a stand separator? So this can be from like beginning steps or just some advice you might have.
1: Well, luckily right now we have a working operating system and we're doing tours up at Minglewood. So that's the, the first thing I would see, say is just come see it. Look it over, come talk to the owner. Kevin Solom is probably one of the most honest, open people you'll ever run into. And uh, you know we can do a site visit and then we can also just design a system that fits what the customers needs are. So we've got the option of uh... You know, if anybody wants to, we could take tours to Denmark, too, over to uh, to see the stuff in, in Denmark and see what Sternholm's doing because they have an awful lot of them over there.
0: Right, yeah, get your passport. Yeah. <laughs> when someone's considering a sand separator system, I guess one of your pieces of advice would be to go check out a system. What else should a farm be thinking about in the back of their mind as they to kind of prepare themselves for the process if they're really serious about it?
1: Well, there's sticker shock. Uh, these systems are fairly expensive. Uh, the return on investment is there as you're, you're uh, reclaiming your sand. There's a huge savings in that. And then with the uh, the other end of it, with the, uh, the biogas in the things, there's digester companies out there with energy credits, and there's a whole other avenue, a whole other revenue stream out there available for people.
0: Right, looking at all the different types of opportunities, do you find for people that are... It's better to start with a new build or is it pretty easy to add to an existing facility and remodel it? Um, what has been your experience with working with farms on the routes they take?
1: Uh, the easier way is new build uh, from the construction end of things. That's usually not the most economical way for the farm to go. They try to you know, work it in and remodel and add on and things like that. But when you start doing that, the energy costs get to be so huge because we're suddenly adding all sorts of motors and electricity and all sorts of things that people might not have been thinking about when you were talking about doing this build. So it's almost uh, worthwhile sitting down and looking at doing new and some of the new technology that's out here to try to get more economical in, in uh, going to market.
0: Right, and it might even be then adding that biogas, the digester aspect of it, too, that might be adding on. When you've worked with some of these different farmers, uh, what are some common mistakes or things that you run into that you kind of wish farmers knew going into the project or even once they have the sand separator system? And maybe I shouldn't say mistakes, but challenges that they might face.
1: Uh, Getting the right blend of sand and manure, it's a different process than what they're used to. Uh, like the one that I'm thinking of, you know, they, they pumped a pit. They, when the pit got full, they, they would get the wagons out and pump the pit. Now there's a separate process where we've got a, we've got three different barns going into a great big raw manure tank and the system can only handle so many gallons at a time. So it's, it's timing, you know, trying to time all that out and it's, it's new, um, we're getting it get dialed in now, and the results are there. Um, they're, they're seeing that, that they got all sorts of brand new sand in there that they're reclaiming and reusing. And it's just one of those things, you know. With sand, sand kind of became the industry sand standards back in the early 90s, and a lot of farmers have gone away from it just because of the high maintenance cost associated with it. Sternholm's been able to eliminate a lot of those problems by reclaiming the 97% of the sand. So, we can reclaim with a finer sand that reduces wear and tear and reduces maintenance. Mm-hmm.
0: Two things that come to mind when I've talked to farms that have a sand separator system or had one, and they would say, "Oh, but my somatic cell was so high I'm not going back to that, especially when the processors are demanding you know high quality, high quality milk. What would you say to someone that tried this before and they stopped because of somatic cell reasons?
1: Oh, I totally, totally feel it. Um, I, I remember some of the things that were out there. Uh, we did a lot of culturing. We we would go in and take samples of sand and send them in and get them analyzed just to see what might be living and growing in the sand. And there was all sorts of nasty bugs, coliform, you know, club cielo, who knows what's in there. But things have kind of come around now where um, there's different ways to approach it. I think the moisture content that's coming out with the Sternholm has got a huge factor. It's only six and a half percent moisture and it dries out completely within a couple of days so that's going to be huge as far as eliminating bacteria
0: giving it another chance would be something you recommend i know another thing when i've been to some of these i mean whether it's a sand separator or a digester manure and the wear and tear on the equipment what are you seeing with this new system that is it is the wear and tear been okay or are farmers still having to update and and get new items because of how, just how manure just corrodes everything?
1: Well, the manure, that that's the acid part. That's always going to be there for the corrosion. But just the physical wear and tear without having that big, heavy sand load in the manure. People are familiar with bedding with sand. You get that sand-laden manure that basically turns black, and it just sinks to the bottom of everything that's nasty and slimy and smelly. Um, with this process, we're, we're reclaiming it, so uh, we're, we're not actually running the sand through all of the working parts that, n- that are going to have wear, you know, a lot of wear on them. Sternholm's got the process refined where it doesn't hit those mechanical parts. It gets separated out like in a slurry system. So when you get it in the, the uh, sand bunker, it's reclaimed sand and it doesn't have no wear and tear. You just reuse it. So what they're left with is just the slurry, the, the cleaner water, the gray water that comes off the top and they can do whatever they want with that. Um, a lot of them are going for biogas. So it's, it's kind of a neat deal
0: and so Rick with your time in the egg industry can you tell me what it was like to what it is like and some of the changes you've seen and you know this can be from a farmer perspective or even just so the average consumer understands how this technology has innovated sure
1: Um, I think I'm pretty typical I I was a Wisconsin farm kid I grew up on a 50-cow dairy Uh, we milked with a pipeline everything was manual we had silos We filled silos manually. They didn't have the bunkers. The worst times of the year were cold days in the wintertime when you had to go try to start something. Electric motors, diesel motors, gas motors, everything was a pain. Um, To get to the point where we're at now where we've got rotary parlors, Um, there's one that I have dealt with that's a 100-cow rotary that milks 5,000 cows on this big merry-go-round. It's amazing just to sit and watch it. And realize, hey, we're we're farming here. It's it's high speed farming, but it it does, you know, it it has changed things. But there's been so many neat innovations that have come along, and production has increased, and uh, animal health has increased, uh, conception rates, the just the way that uh, they breed cows now. With uh, you know, it used to be a a big thing with embryo transplant or a flush. That's old business now. They've gotten so many things with genomics now that it's, it's crazy to keep up.
0: I agree and thanks for sharing that recap with us. You've been listening to Rick Store. He's the egg sales rep for Midwest Egg Commercial Contractors out of Menominee, Wisconsin. I'll be including Rick's email information in the description so feel free to contact him to ask more about the sand separator system. And that's your connection to agriculture. Thanks for listening. I'm Joanna Guza.